Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Had the Kangaroos get their big W this morning over Lebanon in their first quarter final. Uh, you can listen to our review of that that dropped here on the podcast a little bit earlier today. Uh, tomorrow morning, it's a pretty early start if you are keen to catch these games. 1.30am we've got uh, England taking on PNG and then 6.30am we've got the Kiwis taking on Fiji, two quarter finals. Two games that I'm really, really looking forward to. Probably uh, two of the nations I've been most impressed with that aren't of that absolute top, top tier, PNG and Fiji. And then we've got England and New Zealand, two of the top dogs. If New Zealand beat Fiji, they go on to take on the Kangaroos next week. Uh, England, if they beat PNG, I believe they will go on to take to verse the winner of Tonga and Samoa, which is 1.30am on Monday. I really, really wish that one was a little bit later, but it is what it is. Uh, just a reminder too, guys, Sunday, um, 6 p.m., Sunday night, 6 p.m., uh, dropping on Rugby League Guru YouTube is our first chat with Jackson Hastings. He joins us for the off-season where we discuss the most underrated halves of all time. This episode went forever, and it was so good that I've actually split it into two. If you'd like to go and have a look at our YouTube today, there's actually a little 20-minute clip of it that is already up there. You can go and have a squiz at that. I reckon this is some of the best content we've ever produced. Uh, Jacko, he has got such a special football mind. I cannot believe the Tigers haven't locked him up long term and are building a franchise around him. It fucking drives me crazy to think about with some really good content to get stuck into there. Alright, let's have a look at England versus PNG. Sunday the 6th of November, 1.30am, so tomorrow morning or very late tonight if you're getting on one. You can enjoy that game. Uh, this one here, very interesting. Obviously England, they've had a tremendous World Cup so far. They opened up by absolutely giving it uh, to Samoa and sort of made everyone sit up and go, okay, England's uh, I- England's come to play at this World Cup, which was great to see. Um, they've played fantastic throughout the entire World Cup. Since then, they've played the French side and they've played great. So, 
for me, they haven't really been challenged. The only the only period of time where they got challenged was against France. And, um, you know, that game was a little bit closer than what I thought it would be, to be perfectly honest with you. They conceded two tries in about five minutes, let the French team sort of get back into the game just before half time. They ended up winning 42-18, to 18, but it was 18-12 at half time. So the French side, they sort of matched it with them. And in my opinion, I think PNG are a much better side than this French side. I think PNG has been really, really impressive throughout this World Cup. And I think they've been unlucky on on a couple of occasions. Uh, I thought they were very unlucky not to beat Tonga earlier. So this will be a really big test for England. Uh, Papua New Guinea are at $10. Look, do I think they're going to win? Probably not, but fuck, they, they shouldn't be out that far, in my opinion. I think this one will be a little bit closer than what we're anticipating. There's a chance that it might sort of blow out in the last 15 minutes or so, but I really like the look of this PNG side. They've got really good halves that lead them around. It's a tough forward pack, great hooker. Um, you know, Alex Johnson, Reese Martin, just, Justin Olam, little stars just littered throughout this whole team. So I'm expecting PNG to put up a really good fight here, and I'm just having a look at, like, the... The line's 22. I like that. Eh? I, I honestly think they'll get pretty close um, to that. So $10 for PNG, big, big value. I don't think they'll win, but I personally think they're out way too far in this game, in my opinion. But England, as we said... They've given it to a couple of the lower sides over the last two weeks, which has been impressive. They can only play who was put in front of them. Unfortunately, when they played Samoa, either they didn't get off the bus or England just played them off the park completely. It's a bit hard to tell at the moment. Uh, for the first two weeks, I thought England, they look really good, but they're probably not as ruthless as the Kangaroos. We spoke about this on Bloke in a Bar, but the Kangaroos, I don't think they've been as ruthless the last two weeks, to be honest with you, or in the game this morning anyway. So very keen to see how England match up in this one. I do think think they will win, but I think it'll be a little bit closer uh, than what we are anticipating. Uh, you've obviously got Sam Tompkins. He's returning at fullback for England. Uh, our boy Kai Pierce-Paul at the moment, he's been named in the centres. Wait for the final team list to come through to see if he is still there, though. Partnered up with Callum Watkins. He's been very impressive. And Dom Young trying to chase down Josh Adokar, who uh, is leading this World Cup as far as tries scored. Jack Wellsby, he returns in 5-8 after starring in the first game. And just popping up here and there throughout the World Cup. Again, I'm expecting a big performance from him in this game. Uh, Georgie Williams at halfback. Now, remember, guys, as we always say, just wait for final team list here before you start uh, getting on your anytime try scorers and whatnot because when I have a look through this English side, uh, they have still got, for example, Herbie Farmworth. He's still sitting on the bench. Wouldn't shock me to see him come in for potentially uh, Kai Pierce-Paul and maybe him come off the bench. It'd be a bit strange to me if they started with Herbie off the pine. So, You'll know the team list at 12.30 tonight, which makes it a little bit of a pain in the ass, and I understand that. Uh, but just be aware that there will probably be changes to this English side, I think. So just keep that in mind when you are having your anytime try scores. If you are going to get on people... I'd be looking at the spine. I think that Georgie Williams, Jack Wellsby, Sam Com Sam Tompkins, I think they're pretty safe to be in this side. I also think Dominic Young, he's an absolute lock to be in the side. It's Kai Pierce-Paul, Callum Watkins. These are the sort of guys I probably worry about. Kai Pierce-Paul, I think there's a really good chance he drops back to the bench or not. Maybe this is the team that they're running with. Some of you English fans would probably have a better idea than me, to be honest with you. But I would just be a little bit hesitant as far as that sort of stuff goes. It's always hard to tell uh, with these teams. Now, 
for me, as far as my anytime try scorers in this game, uh, I've got Dominic Young. I'm going to back him in to score two or more tries. I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game, but I just think he is the focal point that they're going to in attack. So I'm going to back Dominic Young in to score two. He's been scoring tries for funds. He would have sat up and watched uh, Josh Adokar score five tries the game before his one, so I'm sure he'll be up for a big one. So Dominic Young, I'm going to back him in for two tries in this game. I'm also going to back in the 5'8", Jack Wellsby, as I said. Uh, keep an eye on their spine. I think they are very, very likely to run out. Uh, so Jack Wellsby, I'm going to be on him. And then I, I went and had a look at pick your own line. I've taken PNG plus 26.5. You can still get almost $1.70 for that, which I think is outrageous. I do not think England beats them by more than 26 points. I think the PNG side, I think they will put some points on the board. It is a talented team. There is a lot of first graders in this side, and I think that they will find some points against England. We haven't really seen the Pommies tested all that much, um, apart from that game against France. And they, there were a couple of dog shit tries, don't get me wrong. But I just don't think we've seen them tested just yet. So I'm going to back PNG. I'm going to I'm going to back in uh, Kyle Labert and Lockie Lamb to produce some points there with AJ out the back. As I said, I love PNG spine. So I think they will put up a little bit more of a fight than what the $10 odds say. So I've got... PNG plus 26.5, Dominic Young for two tries, and Jack Wellsby, the 5'8", uh, to cross for a meat pie as well. We spoke about it with PNG. It's a spine for me. AJ Labert, uh, Lucky Lamb, and Ipape, the hooker. He has been incredible throughout this uh, World Cup. You've also got the two back rowers, Nixon Putt and Reese Martin. Love both of them as well. So plenty of talent in this side. you got... Obviously, two centers that have played a heap of first grade, Justin O'Lam and Nene McDonald. Nene McDonald, not a superstar, but a big, big body and very, very hard to handle. He's another one. If you want to chuck him in your anytime try scorers, I do not mind Nene McDonald. They're assuming that he will start in this game. I've always been a big fan of of Nano McDonald. I'm just trying to find his odds here. Mate, he's at $4.60 for an anytime try scorer. I really don't mind that. He's a run-first sort of guy, a big body. Um, Callum Watkins, I haven't seen him play a heap of Super League, obviously, but from what I saw in the NRL, he's a guy that I think you can catch out, and I think they'll be marking each other. If not, Kai Pierce-Paul, another guy that I love, but I think you can catch him out defensively. So keep an eye on Nano McDonald at four sixty. You've also got uh, Kyle Labert there. I'm loving the, fo- the footy that he's playing at the moment. So I really do give PNG a chance in this game. I think England will win, but I think it'll be a little bit closer than what people are assuming. If you want to chuck a Nene McDonald at $4.60 into your same game multi, you're getting about $57 there. So a bit of value in this game. England to win for me, but I think PNG put up a much better fight than what people are assuming. And I think it will be a little bit closer than what we're expecting. But maybe I'm underestimating England once again. And hopefully for all you English fans that are over there watching this World Cup, hopefully they can pull my pants down again and do a number on PNG. It'd be great for Rugby League if England was a real force once again. All right, let's go and have a look at the second game. So the second game of uh, the quarterfinals, which will be played at 6.30 a.m. on Sunday morning. You've got New Zealand taking on Fiji. Now, New Zealand, uh, they've been good throughout this World Cup. They've been scrappy in little bits and pieces, probably haven't been as ruthless as the Kangaroos. Uh, but they now get essentially their full side together for this clash against Fiji. I am expecting changes to this team. At the moment, NRL.com, their team list, they've got Britain Accor at centre with Isaac Liu. I cannot see a world where this possibly fucking happens, so there will be changes 
changes there. Once again, we're getting fisted by these stupid teamless systems that the NRL is using at the moment. On the bench for the Kiwis, you've got Peter Hicker and you've got Dallin Wateni-Zalesniak. So I would assume that both of these guys come in. You've also got Charles Nickel Clockstard, who is sitting on the extended bench as well. If I had to pick how I thought this was going to go, I think Hiku, he will come in and Isaac Liu will drop to the bench. Britton Okora might play center, probably not where I would use him, but it wouldn't shock me if he does. Still no sign of Murata near Kore. I'm not sure if he is injured or what the go is with him, maybe just rested for this game. But New Zealand, the, the key once again, same as PNG, same as England, it's the spine. Joey Manu, Dylan Brown, Jerome Hughes, and the hectic cheese, Brandon Smith. They've also got Foz sitting on the pine, who I think when he comes on, he'll really straighten up their attack and he will have a great impact as he always does, Kieran Foran. Uh, I do think the Kiwis will win this one once again. I think PG, F- Fiji will put up a good fight. Uh, I just can't see them finding a way to beat this New Zealand side. I think you'll see Joey Manu. Now the finals are here. The bright lights are starting to uh, light up. I think you will start to see him playing some of his best footy and start to be a little bit more selfish, a bit more of a run first uh, rather than a pass sort of fullback, which is what you want Joey Manu to do, not selfish as a negative. Selfish as a compliment. You want Joey Manu to play like that. Great opportunity for Taruva. Fiji fullback going up against Joey Manu here. Really keen to see how he goes. Littered with first-grade talent, obviously, Fiji, especially their back line. You've got Taruva, Sivo, Naguama, uh, Vivaleme from the Canberra Raiders, Brandon Wakem from the Canterbury Bulldogs at halfback as well. Corbin Sims is into the front row, which is great to see for them. I thought he was really good in his last game. The key to them, though, is Apisai Kurosawa. Now, he needs to play the entire 80 minutes. He went off last week after about 30 minutes, and you could just tell that it, it all changed for Fiji. They lost a lot of momentum when he left the field. So he has to stay on for the entire game. I think Viliami Kikau, he's probably been their best player throughout this World Cup. He's been fucking tremendous. And I'm very keen to see him go around. I think that if Fiji are to score points, it will be down that edge through Kikau or Mike Sivo. We'll talk about Sivo in a minute. Our boy Josh Wong, he'll get the mark up, I think, against Isaiah Papali'i in this game. So that'll be a huge, huge test for him. Our boy to watch in 2023 at the Sydney Roosters. And they're locked forwarded as well, Sadrugu. I'm not quite sure where he's from. Someone told me the other day he signed for the Cowboys. I've really liked watching him play throughout this World Cup. He's been very impressive. He wears jersey 11, but he plays as a middle forward. I've really, really liked watching him go around. Um, and then we've got, you've still got also uh, Tui Kamakamika. He is sitting on the extended bench in jersey 13, so you would have to assume for this game he will come in somewhere. They're 5'8", who I haven't seen much of before. Uh, he wears jersey 20. He's been very, very good throughout this World Cup. Uh, very talented, very shifty with the way that he plays. Uh, I think he just needs to play a little bit faster over the advantage line and a little bit more direct against this Kiwi side, and I think he can give them troubles, but I cannot see this Fiji team beating New Zealand. I think they put up a courageous fight, as they always do, Fiji, but I can't really see a world where this New Zealand side gets done in this game, to be honest with you, especially with Husey back up on the field with Dylan Brown and with Cheese and with Joey Manu at fullback. I'm just not sure how they're going to go. One big test will be, and this might be part of their thinking with uh, Britt Nakora playing in the centres. They need to work out if they do win this game, which I believe they will without, you know, 
being arrogant or unfair to Fiji. I think they will win this game. And I think part of their attention will already be on how are we going to stop Latrell Mitchell next week. And Britton Okora, he might be the guy for that. I would have gone with Nia Kore, but I can sort of understand Britton Okora is probably a little bit more agile than Nia Kore. So he might be the guy given the job of marking Latrell Mitchell, which would be a huge test for him. Maybe it's just you're fucked up teamless as per usual with this World Cup, but we'll see how it plays out. Okay, for my anytime try scorers and everything for this game... I've got Joey Manu, as I said, I think he'll play in a positive way, a little bit more selfish in this game. I think he'll take the line on a lot more. So I've got him to score two or more tries, Joey Manu. You know, when he gets into dummy half, it is game over. If he does get into dummy half close to the line, he will go. I just love the way that he's playing at the moment. He just looks electric. So Joey Manu, two-plus tries in this one against Fiji. I'm also going to take Jerome Hughes. There's just a bit of value there. I love when he comes off his right foot. I do think that the New Zealand forward pack, I think they will win the middle, and I think it'll create a lot a lot of opportunities for Husey. Great support player as well. When you have a look at their forward pack, Jesse Bromwich, Fisher Harris, Isaiah Papali, Kenny Bromwich, and Joey Tapanay. I just think they're going to be too strong through the middle of the Kiwis, and I think Jerome Hughes, he can get off the back of it, come off that right foot and score under the sticks there. And then I've got one from Fiji. I'm going to go with Mike Sivo, who isn't, you know, a real shocking pick there, obviously. One of the great try scorers in the NRL, but when you have a look at the odds he's coming in at, I just don't think he can leave it out. He's $3.90, and for me, I look at this Fiji side, I think they have got points in them, and if they are going to create points, I think it comes through that edge with Viliami Kikau on that edge. If you give Sivo a half opportunity, he will make it count, he will score, so I'm going to back uh, Viliami Kikau to produce something down that edge to put Sivo away. Uh, I think he'll be a kick target for them, and I think that on last, that'll be where they shift the ball, and I just think Sivo, he's good enough and strong enough, fast enough to create something out of nothing. $3.90 for Sivo in any game is just too good for me so i've got hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Joey Manu, two plus tries. Jerome Hughes, an anytime try scorer. Mikey Sibbo, an anytime try scorer coming in at $32.75. That's my same game multi there. I'm expecting the Kiwis. To win this one uh, by about 20 or 30 points, I think towards the back end, they will run away with it. But I think Fiji will put up a pretty brave effort in this one. So two pretty similar games. I'm interested to England and Key- and the Kiwis to get the wins. But I think the money is probably underestimating, in particular for, uh, in particular PNG. I think they'll, they'll really give England a shake. But Fiji as well, they're probably just lacking a little bit in their pack. They obviously are missing a lot of forwards, as we've mentioned throughout this time. You look at their bench, not a single guy has played first grade there. So that does make it very tough when you've got guys like Nelson Osofa Solomona, you know, coming off the bench for the Kiwis. So that's how I see it playing out tomorrow morning. England versus PNG, 1.30am. And then the Kiwis taking on Fiji at 6.30am. They are the two quarterfinals of the 2022 Rugby League World Cup tomorrow morning, Sunday morning. And then on Monday, we're going to have Tonga taking on Samoa. Cannot wait for that one. Without a doubt, the game of the week, in my opinion. But I also think this England PNG game, I think it'll be a cracker as well. So make sure you don't sleep on that one. It's at an awkward time. But if you do get the opportunity to join me to watch it, make sure you do.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.